Welcome back to the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. Jake Eisenberg with you, getting you set for a 7.05 first pitch between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the St. Paul Saints. It's game three of a six-game series between these two teams. Saints have taken each of the first two games that the Storm Chasers are trying to get back in the win column tonight at Warner Park. We're now joined in the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show by the Kansas City Royals Senior Director of Behavioral Sciences, Ryan Maid. And we'll start with this. Senior Director of Behavioral Sciences, what exactly does that mean? Well, thanks for having me on. My role with the Kansas City Royals, I've been here, this is my, finishing up my fifth season here, and my role is I oversee um, all of the psychological aspects of the baseball player, and that includes performing under pressure, managing in-game, on-field decision-making and stress points, and helping guys manage those things um, throughout the entire system. I have a department of uh, three full-time folks and, and two part-time individuals. And, and then we oversee a lot of the mental health off the field um, stuff that goes on with players. And, and I also assist with the amateur draft and doing pre-sign interviews and assessments. How would you say your role has changed or grown over the last five years? Well, it started out in 2018 and I'm sorry, winter of 2017 and I was a one-man band, and uh, we've now grown well over 150% in a short period of time, and I've been plugged into multiple departments um, throughout the player development system and amateur scouting and, and pro scouting, and so I've, I've been used a lot more. I like to say I'm a little bit of a Swiss Army knife at times because I've been used in a lot of different areas over the last five years. Would you say that there's been a stronger emphasis on behavioral sciences or mental health coaches or people across the landscape of baseball over the last half decade or so? Absolutely. I would say that, yeah, in the past five to five to ten years, honestly, I would say every team has some sort of resource for players, but it's all um, developed and operated differently throughout the uh, throughout the league. Um, some folk, some teams have five to seven people full-time some people have one person full-time some people just use part-time folks and so but I would say every club has some sort of resource for players and that's even in uh, the NBA and the NFL as well um, all the leagues are adopting this uh, more and more these types of positions. We're chatting here with Ryan Maid on the Sarpy County Tours and pregame show. First pitch at 7.05 tonight between Omaha and St. Paul. I think from the outside looking in, it might be easy to say, okay, position players think about these types of things and pitchers think about these types of things. But there is a wide spectrum of players and, more importantly, wide spectrum of people that are in professional baseball. So what's the most challenging part about getting to know every individual that's in this organization and addressing their concerns or needs in the way that they need them to be? That's a, that's a really good question, and, and what I would say is is that every human being has their own story and, and also their own journey, and you have to meet them where they're at on their journey. And that may not be on your terms all the time. That may be not, not be on the organization's terms all the time. Um, sometimes that's on the player's terms. And um, more so now than ever, players in Major League Baseball are dealing with different types of pressures than they did 20 years ago with the – Invention of social media and the internet, it's instantaneous feedback, good or bad, and that creates a lot of different types of pressures and stressors on human beings that we, we tend to not think about. Uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, we would read about results in a newspaper. Now you can look it up instantaneously, and, and that's, that's challenging for guys um, on and off field. It's challenging for families, and so 
we spend a lot of time helping guys understand um, different pressure points on and off the field and how to navigate those things. And, and pitchers, we always, we always talk about the you know, high pressure points in a game for a pitcher is most generally the first inning or when runners are in scoring position or late in the game when you start to feel fatigue and, and how you're going to manage those from an internal um, mental standpoint, a physical standpoint, physiological standpoint, and then a sequencing standpoint. And, and we work a lot with inner departments, uh, with pitching and, and sports science and nutrition um, collaboratively and, and working on how to ad- address those players' needs. And so we, we definitely uh, probably have amped up that, that education and that curriculum for our players um, throughout the last five to ten years. How many conversations do you think you have over the course of a day, whether over the phone or in person? Ooh, that's, a, that's another good question. I would say probably it ranges, it fluctuates. Uh, I'll say today I've probably had uh, three or four player meetings and then some text messages and then, um, and then talking with uh, other staff members as well. So I'm pretty active throughout the day from the time I, I wake up until the, t- the time the game ends and sometimes an hour after the game. Chatting here with Ryan May, the Senior Director of Behavioral Sciences for the Kansas City Royals. First pitch tonight at Warner Park at 7.05 between Omaha and St. Paul. Before you were with the Kansas City Royals, you were in the Navy. You were in the Navy and then a Navy psychologist after that. So how do you go from there to here? Well, sports has always been a passion of mine. I was actually a football player um, in high school and a little bit of college and then did track and field in college as well. Um, I always wanted to work in sports since I was a, a young Young guy, I always knew I wanted to be a psychologist, and and sport was something that I always always drove me and maybe a better human being. And, and the military was the closest thing that I thought I could I could uh, get that itch kind of that need met. And so uh, the military opened up my worldview to a lot of different things that I could do with this degree. And um, coming full circle, my my last uh, two years in the Navy, I started. Uh, being exposed to what psychologists did in baseball, because I, I probably didn't really know uh, what that landscape looked like in baseball. And so uh, through some networking and some uh, meeting of interesting folks with, with other organizations, and I said, well, I think this sounds like a lot of fun. I could probably do this. And, and so I, my, my time in the Navy was, was coming to a close as I was ready for new things, and uh, luck fell my direction and, and uh, was able to kind of step into the game. What are the similarities between Navy psychology, military psychology, and baseball psychology? Well, I, I think that um, the stakes are completely different uh, when we're dealing with uh, life and death and, and, and human beings. But I, but I believe that um, how professional athletes view stress is very similar to how elite personnel in the military deal with stress. We know that Pitchers and hitters, their, their fight-flight systems are activated, and they get really sympathetic, just like our military personnel do when they're in training environments or in combat environments, and um, the symptoms manifest in a similar way. The difference is it's just the stakes are completely different. But a pitcher or a hitter doesn't really view it that way. Um, in their mind, it is somewhat life and death because they're experiencing some similar symptoms and the stakes are really high for these guys. And so um, there are a lot of similarities, but there are also a lot of differences because catastrophic failure uh, has a different meaning for baseball players as it does for military personnel. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, I worked with a Silver Star recipient um, in 2011, um, and I think 
one of the best bits of advice he gave me was uh, never look back and let yesterday be the best days of your life, which is why you have to keep leaning forward and, and leaning into um, the now. And so leaning forward and leaning into the now, what I mean by that is, what he meant by that is, is that every day is a new day for a new opportunity to make good decisions and, and, and find, learn something new about yourself. And that has always stuck with me and my career has kind of followed that path as well. Very wise words. Ryan, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for your service. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll be right back in the Sarpy County Tours and pregame show. Starting lineups are next. And then first pitch between Omaha and St. Paul right here on 1180 The Zone.